Welcome, Welcome to the Best Friends Best Ideas Podcast with your best friends, Adrian Suzuki Cruz and Jen Amos. And, and yes, yes, we really are best friends and have been for 20 years now living coast to coast. Together, we are excited to share the best ideas on how to sustain healthy relationships with your best friend or anyone you care about. Now, let's get on with the show. Hey, best friend. I am about to head to work. And one of the things that I really like doing now is having a routine before I leave the house because I'm very forgetful. And this has helped me a lot last year in terms of helping building myself become a better person in general. And I think like everyone should do the same thing just to improve their lives. And so I read a lot of books and one of the books that everyone's kind of recommended last year was Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's basically a habit forming book, but the tools in there is very useful. And one of the tools is about building routines and how that's going to help like jumpstart your day because you have less to think about because you're building a quote unquote system for yourself on how you run things. So for me, the way that I built a system is just kind of a two-part thing. First, read Atomic Habits, because that's a really good book. Everyone should read that. But I also use the Alexa app. I mean, Alexa. And Alexa is really, she just sits in my living room and you're able to build these routines. I think everyone just uses her for like a dictionary and stuff like, like, what does this word mean? Or what's the weather today? But she can do a lot more things. So this is my routine on how I leave the house. And I think this is what's really helped me improve like last year. So here we go. All right, Alexa, I'm leaving. Grab your keys. Grab your wallet. Grab your grocery bag. Grab your mask. Lock the door and check twice. It's 8.03 a.m. Sashay away. So yeah, I grabbed my keys, I grabbed my wallet, my mask, everything. I always forgot my grocery bag. And these are always things that my spouse always tells me that I forget. And you can actually customize the words that she says in the end. So that's why I said sashay away, like go away <laughs> from RuPaul's Drag Race. And she's also connected to these called Amazon plugs. So she actually turns off the lights in the living room when she does that too. So cool. Just my little tip for the idea. I think everyone should invest in building a system for themselves, whether it's a routine or learning how to build routines. So hope you like that. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, best friend. It's so great to hear from you. And I always really enjoy hearing you, you know, message me before you go to work. And I love how you have a routine before leaving the house based off of what you read in the book, Atomic Habits. And I love how 
you were explaining that building a routine helps jumpstart the day for you. And it's a way to build a system for yourself. And so I think what I want to do is share my routine that I'm trying to establish. And it's usually the night before. So the basic thing I'll share for now is that I have started getting into a routine where if I know I'm going to be going to the office the next day, because you know I work back and forth from working from home and working in the office. If I do know I'm going to go to the office, I prepack my food. So I have this bento box and it's one of those like tall, like silicone, you know, not silicone, but it's like a cylinder shaped bento box that has different layers. So it has like three main cups, you know, know, three main little bowls. And then in between you have like littler bowls and you pretty much screw it all together. And it's about like a, you know, I'd say it's about like a foot and a half high bento box and it gets put into one of those insulated bags. And nowadays, what I do the night before, the first meal I'll pack are my overnight oats. So what I do, in case anyone's wondering what are overnight oats, because I heard about it for the first time (laughs) earlier this year, is what you do is you prep your oats the night before. And so let's say, for example, you typically have like one cup of serving for your oatmeal. I would put that in a container and I would pour like, let's say, a cup of almond milk or coconut milk into that same container and I leave it in the fridge overnight so that in the morning the oatmeal is already soaked and it's basically like eating cereal and I can add flavor like my favorite flavor is maple syrup and cinnamon and if I want fruits I'll you know chop up some bananas or apples or what have you so that is the first thing I like to pack and then I like to add like chopped up veggies like bell peppers and carrots. And then I I also pack uh, stuff like an almond butter and jam sandwich. And what else do I like pack? Oh, and yogurt. I like cashew milk yogurt, same ingredients as the oatmeal. I like to mix maple syrup and cinnamon in it. And sometimes I'll add fruits in it, like chopped up apples or bananas. But that is usually what I like to pack the night before. And then when I go to the office, it's great. What I love about setting up the meal in advance is you know, I don't have to do that first thing in the morning because I tend to overthink it. I love that, you know, first thing in the morning, I can just focus on getting ready and then I can take my meal with me to the office and put it in the fridge and eat when I'm hungry. And it's actually great because I'm not tempted to eat out. I'm not tempted to, you know, eat whatever is sitting around, you know, in the break room when people bring food. And it's just great. You shared a little bit about your routine of talking to Alexa, which I think is... (laughs) super hilarious. When you first demonstrated to me what Alexa would do for you, I was just amazed. I was like, I didn't know Alexa can do that. And I love how you had Alexa be our special guest (laughs) for this episode. And we were able to hear her in action. So I love that tip. And I'm sure that the listener will really appreciate that advice. And I hope that, you know, our listeners will also appreciate the tip I gave today in regards to packing your meal the night before. But that's definitely what comes to mind for me when I think about routine. There's obviously so much more I can share. That is the first one I'll share for now. So all that being said, sashay away. (laughs) But let me know what you think, best friend. Talk to you soon. Hey, best friend. I just want to say that it's really cool that you're already doing the night routine. Like you have a routine in place with 
whenever you're going to the office and making preparation. Again, like a lot of the stuff that I've learned from Atomic Habits, they kind of all kind of merge together at times. So which is great because it kind of adds on. And I think another idea with the routines that you're mentioning is somewhat that is called right now called the 22nd rule. So doing the routines plus the 22nd rule is definitely like what you're trying to do right now. It's like, how do you save 20 more seconds and reduce the friction of it? And for you, it's like, instead of waking up in the morning and trying to prepare and figuring out what you're going to do, you do it the night before. And that extra 20 seconds of just doing the activity while doing the routine at the same time, it actually adds like maybe five or 10 minutes to your morning instead. So I actually do that myself. I have a night routine. And actually, Alexa does it for me too. She actually has her reminders for me. I don't have her in front of me at the moment, but she'll say, you know, prep your clothes, prep your lunch, make your bed, (laughs) stuff like that. So, and then I usually have her play like a song and it's like the songs are only like three minutes long. So it kind of rushes me to like finish everything before the three minutes of the song or else it's like I, I lost against the time. So I do that every night as well. So I totally agree that prepping the night before is a really good night routine to do. In general, it's the whole idea of planning your day ahead of time. So again, they all kind of merge together, having a routine, saving, doing whatever would take 20 seconds, the 20 second rule, and basically planning ahead. So yeah, all of these do help make your life much more easier and less stressful the next day. It's very simple to do, but at the same time, very hard to do as well because, you know, we just want to go to sleep. And just taking that extra time to create and do your night routine is probably one of the best ideas that are out there, especially with habit formation. Anyways, thanks, best friend. I really enjoyed that. And I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I'm really glad that you like what I do for my night routine. It's definitely not as intense as what you have going on with Alexa. (laughs) I love that, you know, not only does she remind you or it, what do you call Alexa? Is Alexa (laughs) non-binary? I'm not sure. But I appreciate how, you know, not only do you use Alexa to remind you about what to do before you leave the house, but you even have Alexa remind you what to do before you go to bed. So I really think that's awesome how you have set her up to remind you to prep your clothes, your lunch, your bed. And I especially love how you have her play songs because it allows you to enjoy having a countdown to do whatever you're doing before you prepare for bed. So I think that is super cool. I am definitely not like that. My routine before bed is pretty simple. So other than packing, if I know I'm going to be in the office tomorrow, I typically, you know, when I start to feel sleepy, I wash my face, brush my teeth and head straight to bed. (laughs) But now that I'm actually settled in my new place, I have been living in my new place for a little over three months now. I am starting to be able to create a routine. And so it's my hope to 
do something similar like you, best friend, in regards to, you know, having this full routine in the evening. I hope to do something similar myself, not necessarily with Alexa, <laughs> but definitely, you know, some kind of evening routine that gets me into the headspace, especially to go to sleep because my issue right now is trying to create a environment, an evening environment where I could get sleepy and I go to bed. It's been a little difficult. I have a tendency to work in the evening. <laughs> and also now that I have a cat, my cat happens to be a night owl, go figure. It is a little bit more difficult for me to like prep to go to bed. So that is my dilemma right now to, if you have any advice <laughs> or any tips on going to bed that has worked for you. Would love to hear more about it. And I want to actually extend that to our listeners now. So to you, the listener, I am curious to know, based on everything that Adrian and I have talked about so far, about routine. Do you have a routine? And if so, what is your routine like? And if you have any sleeping routines, or if you have any like preparing to go to bed routine, we'd love to hear from you. Just listen to the outro of this episode and we will tell you exactly how you can get a hold of us. And if you're lucky, we will give you a shout out in the next episode. Other than that, so the second thing I wanted to add is I really like that 20 second rule. You know, how do you save 20 more seconds? And the way that you described, you know, kind of doing something ahead of time so that it doesn't take up a lot of your time later. That reminds me of the phrase I often tell myself, which is to slow down before you speed up, you know, kind of allowing yourself to do things thoroughly early on so that your routine and whatever you're working on is more efficient and productive later. So that's sort of what reminded me when you're talking about that 20 second rule. It's also kind of like, I forgot exactly how it was said, where it's like, you know, take five minutes to save yourself 50 minutes where it's like, and this is more of like a professional thing, but like, you know, take five minutes to train your virtual assistant how to do a tedious task so that you save yourself 50 minutes in the future of doing that yourself, for example. So, you know, just all the more methods and ways to establish a routine that could, you know, just overall make you more productive and have those atomic habits <laughs> as this book is titled. So all that being said, once again, to you, the listener, if you have a routine that has worked for you and maybe for a long time, or, you know, you gained some great ideas from what Adrian and I have talked about, we would love to hear from you. Remember to listen to the outro of this episode so that you can learn how you can get a hold of us. And we look forward to hearing from you. Hey, best friend. Thank you so much for the feedback regarding the night routine stuff. And I just wanted to kind of conclude and help you out with your sleep routine. I have a few tips that you can use. But before that, you asked me if Alexa is non-binary because she is <laughs> doing all of my nightly routines but she really is kind of genderless and they actually created something recently i was looking it up just to 
look up what she does. And it turns out that Siri and Alexa, they made a non-binary version called Sam. So I'm just like, okay, interesting. But Sam doesn't sound like a non-binary name either. So, so I'm going to go look at that up later. Anyways, I do want to give you three awesome tips that you would probably really like for your sleep routine. The first is, and these are all, again, from productivity books or other productivity gurus, but I've applied it to my own life and it has really helped me get a better sleep routine. So number one is no coffee after 2 p.m. And that really is basically no caffeine after 2 p.m., because caffeine stays in your body for maybe about 12 to 14 hours. And just because you drink at 4 p.m. and get tired around, you know, 10, 11, or 12, when you sleep, it does affect your sleep. So it's better to not drink any caffeine after 2 p.m. And if you do, you just need the taste, just do decaf. Another thing that you can do is, number two, is called the Amish hour. I heard this from a productivity guru and all you need to do is basically you're disconnecting the last hour of the night and i think this is a good tip i've done it myself let's say i'm going to go to sleep at 10 so at around nine o'clock i basically turn off all my phone and everything put on do not disturb and just get ready for bed and so to make it really work, though, you make sure that your bed is not associated as a place that you do, you know, where you're on your phone or you do other things like work related. So it has to be your bed is your bed. So the Amish hour is to include all of those things. So it's a time to disconnect and you can journal, you can read, you can do anything that will help you fall asleep. And so that's a, a good way to do that. The last thing is called avoiding blue light. So this one is a really important one because everything emits blue light, like your cell phone, your TV, your laptop. So the problem with blue light is that it keeps you awake. It's like they always use the word melatonin to relate it when you're sleeping. And so... Basically, with blue light, it kind of emits this way as if it's kind of like sunshine and it keeps you awake. So in order for you to really fall asleep is to avoid anything that creates blue light in general. So that's a really good tip. So turn off any TV, turn off any phones, turn off any computer laptops, and it will definitely start to pay off in terms of trying to sleep earlier. So, yeah, I hope you like that. And listeners, if you have any other tips that you'd like to share with everybody, please let us know. Listen to the outro. And we look forward to hearing your feedback. So thank you so much. And I hope you like that. And we'll talk to you guys soon. All right, best friend. I thank you so much for responding. And thank you for being there for me. This has been really fun. And we'll talk soon. Connect. Hey, best friend. I actually didn't know that Alexa and Siri 
considered themselves to be genderless and non-binary. And obviously, I feel like obviously they should be non-binary or genderless because they are technology. (laughs) It's just that their voices sound very feminine. And I had made that assumption, you know, they were female identifying, right? So that was my assumption. And if I got that assumption wrong, then that is on me. And you learn something new every day. I actually do appreciate you taking the time to actually look it up and even learn that they do have a non-binary version named Sam. And, you know, Sam is like the name Jesse or Ashley, believe it or not, where it could go either way. You know, I have met, you know, male and female identifying people who had those types of names that are really, you know, kind of genderless and all of that. So anyway, very interesting how they chose Sam as the the official non-binary version of Siri and Alexa. So moving on, I really do appreciate all of the tips you shared. These are actually a lot of things that I've heard before. I just haven't implemented it myself, you know, like it's just something where I kind of was like, oh yeah, that's good to know. That makes logical sense. But I know that it would actually be good if I was consistent with it. You know, I have definitely heard that advice to not drink caffeine after two o'clock. I've heard after four o'clock at the latest. I didn't know that it stays in your body for 12 to 14 hours. You know, the good news is that I have really, I guess you can say like updated or I have retrained my taste buds to enjoy tea by itself. So I've transitioned from coffee to tea and even to just herbal tea. Herbal tea has become my favorite thing to drink. However, if I know I'm going to be in the office where they always have free coffee readily available, you know, I can't help but grab coffee. And so coffee is kind of like that everyday candy that I can have, you know, even though I don't put anything in it, I drink black coffee. But either way, it's kind of like that thing I enjoy drinking throughout the day. And especially if I have like a long day of meetings. And so that's definitely something I can work on. And so I do appreciate, you know, that tip with the Amish hour. I've heard of that as well. The, you know, being able to disconnect at the last hour of the night before you head to bed. And then of course, avoiding blue light. So here's the thing. All of the tips you gave me started with the word no. No coffee, no technology after a certain hour, no blue light. I really want to know, what do I do instead? (laughs) You know, what do I do instead that can be more enjoyable than no coffee, no technology after a certain hour, and no blue light? Because I think it's in saying no that it doesn't really tell me what to do. It just tells me to stop something. But I want to learn how to do something else instead. And the reason why I bring this up is because Since the start of the year, I have transitioned to a plant-based diet. And the reason why is because I needed to have more energy throughout the day. And I felt like the highly processed foods that I was eating was definitely wearing me down to the point where I would just fast, like intermittent fast during the day because I was afraid of eating because I was afraid that it was going to make me sleepy. But I realized I was really hurting my body by not eating because when I finally wanted to eat, I wanted to indulge in highly processed foods. (laughs) So I have learned to switch to a plant-based diet, but part of that was learning from the very beginning, you know, how do I replace things? You know, so let's say, for example, instead of like my favorite thing I would enjoy eating is ice cream. So instead of ice cream, what could I eat? Oh, well, why don't we replace that with non-dairy ice cream? And then, oh, how about instead of milk chocolate, why don't we try 
dark chocolate, you know, and it kind of just progressed from there. You know, let's say instead of eating cereal, why don't I make oatmeal? And if oatmeal takes too long to make, why don't I switch it to overnight oats where I can actually make the oatmeal the night before so that I can just pull it out of the fridge first thing in the morning and it basically tastes like cereal, you know, with a mix of maple syrup and cinnamon. And so that's really what I'm asking for is what are those gentle things that I can do to replace the things that I resort to, which is, yeah, you know, evening times when I'm by myself, sometimes that's the only time I feel like I can journal you know, I can be on my laptop. I can, I can do other things on my laptop. Like I'm already on my laptop in technology all day. I acknowledge that for work. But at nighttime, you know, what else am I going to do? You know, <laughs> like what else am I going to do? Especially throughout the majority of the pandemic, I personally wanted to stay mentally occupied. And I think that has made me develop this codependency with technology. So that is my question. What can I do to replace things? Now, the coffee thing I could definitely do. I could definitely you know, switch from like, I've already been doing it, you know, rather than drinking coffee, I switched to green tea. And then I switched to herbal tea in the afternoon. The Amish hour, which I think is very interesting. I, I've always wanted to do something where I do unplug at night. I just can't find anything as fun as being on my computer. <laughs> you know, like, I guess I haven't found that really good book or I haven't found that exercise I could do at night that I always look forward to. So, you know, I'm not necessarily asking you like the exact answer. I'm just telling you that's what my dilemma is right now. And that's definitely something that I will be, you know, contemplating about and thinking about. So I do really appreciate that you shared all this with me. It sounds to me that based on what you shared, I have to find something in the evenings that is so much more enjoyable, you know, than being on my phone, than being on my laptop. Like, what can I do at night where it's like, yes, I so look forward to, you know, exercising or maybe going for a night walk or something, right? And so I need to figure that out for myself. And of course, if you have any ideas, as I know you always do, best friend, you're always the best friend with the best ideas. I would love to hear them. I'm very open to them. And of course, to you, the listener, if you have any amazing night routine ideas, please, please, please let us know. I am so hungry for them. I'm so open to them. And yeah, I'm just excited to have this ongoing conversation and hopefully update you all in future episodes how these ideas help improve my life. So thank you all. I'm going to go ahead and pause it there because I imagine that there's something else you want to add after that. I won't like officially wrap it up because I am curious if you have any other <laughs> night ideas. I'm genuinely curious. So um, so yeah, like, I'm sure you'll have something to say after this. And I, I look forward to your thoughts, best friend. All right. Thanks for listening. Hey, best friend. I just wanted to say thank you for sharing the feedback about the night routine. And I wanted to comment on a couple of things. First is with Alexa and Siri. When I said that they were genderless, maybe I should take that back because when you look at them up, um, you can actually change Alexa to a man's voice or a woman's voice. So they do actually have a gender. But Sam, the new one, is going to be non-binary. So I haven't heard how they sound. I'm trying to use my pronouns correctly. So let me know. Hopefully when I find that out, I'll let you know. And the good thing about best friends and anyone you love, I do want to say that 
we have every right to speak our mind and even disagree on things. And that's what helps sustain uh, healthy relationships. So in this case, I'm just going to more like disagree, but more like clarify what I meant about the three different tips I said about the sleep routine. You were mentioning like how it all sounded like a no. Well, yes, uh, it sounds like a no on all of the things like the Amish hour and not drinking coffee and no more blue light. But, and I'm saying but here because you had mentioned that the night routine was your goal to, you asked me on how can you get on a better sleep routine? So how can you fall asleep better and not stay up? And so I heard you as the intention was, how can I help you fall asleep so that you can have a good night's rest? <laughs> so, of course, I gave you all the tips that you have to do to basically, you know, wind it down. And so, of course, it's going to come off a little bit negative. Otherwise, if you want to stay up all night, yeah, go ahead and do all those things. But you asked me if you wanted to find a better sleep routine. And so I proposed those three ideas. But yes, I think it is important to replace them with other things that will help. So here are my ideas. So for Amish hour, I think Amish hour is one of the hardest things to do because, you know, there's so much stimulation out there with TV and social media. And, you know, that kind of falls along the lines of just everything in general. It's just so much distraction. But um, I find that very difficult to do myself. But here's some tips that I would say as a replacement. First of all, I light has a big, um, and I'm not talking about blue light, like I'll get to that, but it's more like making sure that the light in your house is more dim. So if you have like four lights on, you know, turn off two of them or three of them. So anything that reduces the light in your room because it will naturally indicate for your body to be like, okay, time to go to sleep. And I would say that, yeah, for Amish hour, it's a very difficult one. So if you don't, you know, you'd have to kind of build that as a habit, like every day to like want to just not do anything at that time, which is hard unless your real attention is just to sleep at that point. Again, the preventing the coffee or tea in your case yeah, I just think that most people, like like myself, I do like the taste of coffee, but you don't need to have caffeine with it. So it's okay to replace it with decaf tea or decaf coffee. So if you want to drink after 2 p.m., go ahead. I think just replace it with something that is not caffeinated. That's it. And then the blue light, that kind of falls in with Amish hour I just kind of will combine it together. It's like you can try things like journaling, but journaling in the sense of just writing it out on paper rather than on the laptop. And although that might sound like, well, redundant, if you keep all of your thoughts like myself, I put all my thoughts in a journal online, I definitely will 
I think it's really good to even have a physical journal. I always have a notebook and that does help because when you start writing things out, you do get naturally tired, I think, in my opinion, especially at night and no lights, you know, so you just write a few things that you're grateful for. You know, everyone talks about the gratitude journal kind of thing. What were you grateful for today? And write three things down. So that's one thing. And I generally, like I mentioned before, my spouse's fictional name will be Maria. So I actually find time to just have conversations with her. And we don't have any TV on. We just have conversations and kind of enjoy each other's company. Of course, that usually involves just drinking something. But we actually stop drinking maybe around 9 o'clock anyways or earlier than that. And then we naturally just get tired because there's nothing else to do because if the TV's off and, you know, bed is like probably the next best option. (laughs) And then, yeah, by that time, we're not even, you know, using our cell phones. And so we just naturally just want to go to sleep. So hopefully that helps. But again, I just wanted to clarify, what was your intention? Was it to build a night routine or was it to fall asleep. (laughs) And if it's to fall asleep, I think, you know, preventative is more better than anything and replacing it with activities that naturally help you wind down, closing lights, slowing things down, just laying in your bed. And yeah, I think that's all I can say. So hopefully you like that. Hopefully that makes sense. Let me know your thoughts on that. And we'll talk soon. Thanks, best friend. Bye. Hey, best friend. Yeah, you know, I actually, you're so right that Alexa and Siri, you can actually change their voices to be male or female. Uh, Totally forgot about that. Actually, for the longest time, I had had Siri have a British male voice and I loved it, especially when I needed directions to get places. It felt like I had my own butler. (laughs) It was awesome. Though recently I've switched to having a female voice on Siri. So I am actually very interested to hear this non-binary voice of Sam. I'm curious to know like what it's going to sound like. And I'm very curious to know what research they have had done in order to make this voice like non-binary. And I am very curious to know for people who identify as non-binary, how they're going to, you know, receive this new voice, the voice of Sam. (laughs) So in response to your feedback and tips in regards to falling asleep, you know, I don't, I don't actually think that you were disagreeing in any, any way. I think you, like you said, you were clarifying. So I do appreciate your response, even if it seemed like I gave the impression that I was being negative and kind of shooting down your ideas. And so I apologize if I came off that way. And I just want to explain where I'm coming from in regards to saying like, well, I get what I should not do. I get know this, know that, know that. Where I'm coming from is when I think about like my health journey right now and working with my coaches, I have learned that cutting things out of my lifestyle is actually quite traumatic for me. You know, when I think about doing, let's say, 30 day diet fads, you know, like 30 day or if I do intermittent fasting or I mean, 
my health journey is the best way I can explain as an example. You know, when I think about going keto or, you know, trying to go vegan or I mean, not that I ever tried going vegan, to be honest, but, you know, just any of those intense things or even trying to work out aggressively and, you know, going from not working out at all to, let's say, like joining a CrossFit gym or or whatever. It's like it always seemed like when it came to my health journey, it always had to feel like this all or nothing thing. And my coaches had taught me that it doesn't have to be, you know, there's a way to have healthier habits in a very super gentle way. And it's finding those little gentle things to replace like the quote unquote bad habits, you know, replacing them with better habits that may feel more enjoyable, loving than the habits that were like, no, this, no, that, you know, so it's more of like, you know, I'm coming more from like a mental health standpoint of like, I don't want to traumatize my body again, or I don't want to yo-yo from doing this intense, you know, intense rule and then rebelling against it just because my body couldn't make that drastic decision or that so my body couldn't make that drastic change. And so I have learned from myself. And, you know, I think the best way to also describe this is how we go to the gym. Now, when you're young, it's easy to go to the gym and you know, like work out and you're fit. Yay. You know, like it's, it's a lot easier. You have better metabolism, but as we get older and, you know, now that we're in our mid thirties, it's not as easy to bounce back. It's not as easy to like, you know, do those yo-yo diets or be extreme with oneself, at least not for me. And I'm also coming from, you know, someone who is considered to have a highly sensitive personality. Like the word no is an aggressive word to me. And so I have learned to do a lot of reframing and using gentler language for myself. So that's really, you know, where I was coming from. And that's why in a way I was asking like, hey, can you help me? Like, yes, I understand the no. Can you help me to kind of back it up a little bit before I I cut things out of my diet? You know, before I cut things out of my daily routine, what are those gentle steps to transition from, you know, doing that to doing something else? That'll ultimately make me stop doing that. That'll ultimately make me stop, you know, like using blue light at night kind of thing. Or that'll make me stop like turning off all technology before I go to bed. And so all that being said, I am glad that you empathize with me in regards to like how hard it is to cut out stimulation at night because, you know, at least living in America, we do live in a, you know, fast paced society and everything wants our attention And we want to give it our attention because it's kind of what we have been conditioned to do is to give our attention to shiny objects (laughs) or like literally shiny objects or shiny screens, you know. And so I really do appreciate your tips on how like how you suggest what I should replace. And I really like that first idea with the light because I was just talking about this with my spouse about how, you know, we should consider using candles at night. Now, instead of, you know, I mean, yes, you know, if we need the light, we need the light. But for the most part, like you said, you know, talking about having more lights in the house in the evening that are more dim or even just resorting to candles because I absolutely love candles. So great idea. I appreciate that advice. Um, With journaling, it's a little hard for me to write. When I journal, I do actually have a physical journal. I've had physical journals since I was 10 years old. But my joke about this is, well, journaling requires light. So (laughs) what do you got to say about that? (laughs) I'm kidding. Kidding, not kidding. 
But no, I, I understand what you're saying is like, you know, try to have that space where you can just write and unload. The thing for me, though, is that I like to journal what I'm going to send to my therapist. Like I text my therapist every day and the evening is really the time where I get to type things out and send it to her. And so I'm going to try to figure out what is another way for me to, you know, kind of unload or de-stress and all that good stuff. But I do appreciate that tip either way, because it does remind me that I do have a physical journal that I could write and unload and maybe even just sketch or something. You know, like I know that there's those adult coloring books that might be something I might look into just because, you know, it's a great way to unwind and all that good stuff. So the last thing that you shared is to, you know, chat it up with your spouse. And obviously that makes a lot of sense considering that I also have a spouse. One thing that's different between, you know, you and I, like your relationship with Maria versus, you know, me and my spouse is that I work with my spouse. <laughs> and so at the end of the night, you know, it's like, all I want to do is kind of tune out, you know, and that's how I typically resort toward technology and even staying in touch with you, you know, and, and it's like the only way I could really socialize um, and unplug from my spouse and work is, you know, talking to people like you. Fortunately, now that things are opening up, it will make more sense for me to actually, you know, maybe go out and hang out with friends and stuff. But, you know, in the meantime, I need to figure out what else I can do in the evening, you know, maybe find other ways to talk with my spouse in the evening. One thing that we started doing early on in the year is actually play chess with each other. So I, I have a I have a physical chess board game. And it was something that I was studying for fun as a hobby earlier on this year. And so, you know, maybe that's something I can do before, you know, going to bed. So so yeah, you just helped me come up with that idea, you know, as I was talking about this. So appreciate that tip. And the last thing with the caffeine, I agree with you. You know, I've learned, I mean, unless it's one of those days where I just can't help but drink coffee because I'm trying to get through the day, I really do typically switch to decaf in the afternoon. In fact, I know I'm going to be doing that now because it's nearing four o'clock as I'm messaging you. So do appreciate that tip. And the final update that I want to share in regards to this is I did express to my coaches, I have a nutrition coach and a fitness coach. I am expressing to them that I really want to get better at sleeping. I think I've done a pretty good job this year, like improving the foods that I eat and having workout regimens that's good on my body, like good and gentle on my body. But none of that matters if I don't have a good sleep regimen or even just being able to build a routine that'll help me fall asleep. So that's really my intent is what kind of routine can I build at night that leads me to falling asleep, you know? And so I think that ultimately everything you shared is what I will eventually do. I just need to learn the baby steps to get there. And so your help and your advice and tips and everything have really prompted me to really think about this and take this seriously and also, you know, share it with my coaches who, you know, who I've hired <laughs> to professionally help me, you know, get better at stuff like this. So, so thank you for having this discussion with me. And I'm excited to, you know, keep you updated on how this continues to play out and if my routine does improve in the upcoming weeks. And of course, I'm sure for you, the listener, you may hear these updates in upcoming episodes. Until then, we hope that you found this so helpful. If there's any other tips that you want to share or if you have taken any of these tips and have seen benefit in it, please listen to the outro of this episode to learn how you can get a hold of us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to share 
you know, how you are taking our best ideas and applying it into your life. And that's all I have to share. So thank you so much for listening. Of course, best friend, if you have any more closing thoughts, feel free to share it. But that's all I have to share for today. So thanks so much. Hey, best friend. Thank you. This is a response to the whole night routine that you've had in our conversation so far. I guess since we've been talking about Alexa this entire time and Siri, of course, is that, you know, with Sam, especially with everything that's happening nowadays with non-binary and gender pronouns, I think, like, honestly, it would be funny to just hear, like, that Alexa just be going, like, talking, like, with, in a girl, uh, in a woman's voice first, like, responding. And then when you ask it again, it starts responding in a man's voice. <laughs> so it's like, they don't know which pronoun to be or, you know, who they are. So just thought that that was really funny. Anyways, in regards to everything else, I totally understand with the whole the no. And even though I didn't directly say the words no, or maybe I did, I was just... I think that with certain things, you know, to, to cut out but bad habits, per se, you have to eliminate it somehow. So I was trying to use more of the word eliminate versus the word no, but it kind of obviously leads to that because you're going to have to do something to change or replace a habit. So yeah, and thank you for sharing with me. I do forget sometimes with just whenever I'm talking to people, everyone's different and and I understand that reframing and, you know, some people want or are trying to, they're just, a little, you know, like you said, you're more sensitive. And even though you don't come off that way, you're always very positive to me. There are, you know, we all have our backstory. So, you know, that's why we're best friends and we, we talk things out. So just appreciate that. And then just even letting me know, helping me become more aware of these kind of things. So yeah, best friends. So yeah, when it comes to the candles, yeah, I think it's a great idea because when you're trying to dim lights, um, what better way to dim lights with a candle because it has a time frame or not really, unless you're going to wait till the wax like dies off, but you can obviously blow it out and it does kind of give that sense of romanticism. And if you have a scented one, it'll help you soothe and relax. So I think that's a great idea. I didn't know you started playing chess with your spouse. I think that's really cool. Marie and I actually, we have a Nintendo Switch, so we play some games. There's this one game called Puyo Puyo, which is like a little, like a Tetris type game, very old Japanese Tetris game, and she always wins. <laughs> it's like the one game that I can't win in because it's like, I don't know how those blobs, like, it's like the little blobs and then they disappear and they become bigger. And then your side just, you know, you suffocate and lose. <laughs> so I think she's trying to send me a message. <laughs> and then lastly, I wanted to respond to the, when it comes to just sleeping in general, I think for me, obviously, you may know that I'm actually a really heavy sleeper. I'm not sure about your spouse. I know my spouse is a light sleeper. So Maria always wakes up to any kind of sound. For me, once I'm out, I'm knocked out. And also I sleep really quickly. So if I'm tired, 
I can literally sleep in five seconds. Like, that's how fast I can sleep. I know other people wish that they could do that, but like, yeah, literally my body could just turn off and sleep. So I could see why it might take a while for others to get to that. But I think our bodies are naturally, once it starts to wind down in a sense, like that's why with the lights winding down, not being stimulated with other light, uh, like blue lights and, and not having caffeine in your body. It's just your body, if it's naturally tired and there's a routine of going to sleep at a certain time, it'll just naturally fall asleep. That's, that's what I've seen. So hopefully that will work for you. Also, this is one more topic that came from the Atomic Habits uh, when it came to routines is making sure that every place in your house has a designated place. So, for instance, if you're on your bed, bed means sleep time. So if you bring your phone to your bed or a laptop to your bed, then it's going to associate as work, you know. And I've really worked really hard to change this even for myself, like the living room. I tend to, when I'm sitting on the couch, that's my relaxing time to either play video games or watch TV. If I sit on the couch and I'm doing work, then it just like doesn't work. Like I, I won't be able to focus. So the same thing with the bed. Once I, I get on my bed, I make sure that I don't have anything with me. And it's just like, okay, it's time to sleep. So sleep. So Hopefully that helps. That's all I wanted to say in closing. So again, I want to also thank our listeners for listening to us talk about our night routines and some of the best ideas that we've had. And hopefully you guys like these as well. Let us know what you guys think and we will talk to you guys soon. All right, best friend. I will see you next time. So have a great one. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Best Friends Best Ideas Podcast with with your your best friends, Adrian Suzuki Cruz and Jen Amos. We hope that today's conversation gave you the best idea on how to sustain a healthy relationship with your best friend or anyone you care about. If you enjoyed our show, be sure to leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. You can also support us by buying us a drink at buymeacoffee.com forward slash BFBI as in Best Friends Best Ideas Podcast. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com forward slash BFBI Podcast. Lastly, if any of our ideas have helped you in any way, we'd love to hear about it at bestfriendsbestideas@gmail.com. We'd be happy to give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Until Until next time. time.